Hello, and welcome to Thank You for Toilet Paper, a history of the little things, a podcast where we talk about a few things to be grateful for and the history and stories behind them. I'm your host, Elizabeth Miller. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get going. My dad grew up on a farm in Idaho. This meant 5 a.m. or earlier wake-up calls to milk the cows. This effectively made my father a morning person. Quite frankly, I like mornings myself as well. When I was younger, my paternal side of the family still owned some of their farmland, but it has since been sold and developed into different neighborhoods. And these days, we visit my grandmother and great-aunt in their homes just down the road from where the farmland used to be. I remember playing in the pastures as a kid and avoiding cow pies and horse manure while running with my cousins and pretending I was flying an airplane on a very beat-up picnic bench in the backyard, or imagining I had morphed into a Power Ranger and could use my amazing skills to leap from abandoned tire to dirt patches around the fields. My grandpa had a sitting-down lawnmower as well, which was the height of luxury for us, so I would sit on his lap as he would drive the lawnmower around and tend to the backyard. While those fields are now homes and backyards for other families, my uncle, however, still has a fair piece of land, and when I was younger, and I believe still to this day, it's been a minute since I visited him though, he keeps llamas. The llamas were mostly used for pack animals for my uncle, and sometimes they were also used as movie stars. My uncle was a dare officer, which meant he spent time going around to schools and teaching kids to say no to drugs, among other things. He was very creative, though, and made a video with his llamas in which llama spit was involved. So aside from teaching kids to say no to drugs and having terrifying accuracy with their spit, today we are going to talk about a number of other reasons we can be grateful for both llamas and alpacas, which are two very different animals, although they are related. Let's start with the llamas. If you've ever seen The Emperor's New Groove, which is a practically perfect script, by the way, and I did not go a day without quoting this film my sophomore year of college, you already know that llamas are spectacular. Let's learn a few more reasons why. Llamas and alpacas are both part of the same family as camels. They are South American camelids. Llamas have been used as pack animals by the Andean cultures as well as sources of meat. They have soft wool with small amounts of lanolin, which is a wax naturally secreted by wool animals, sometimes called wool grease. It is postulated that the ancestors of llamas actually came from North America around 40 million years ago and migrated south approximately 3 million years ago. In fact, fossils have been found of llama-like animals in California, Utah, Texas, Missouri, Florida, and New Mexico. North America is actually believed to be the ancestral home of camelids, so that includes camels as well. Llamas and alpacas are actually both part of the lamoid species. There are two others that belong to the species as well, the vicuña and the guanaco. These last two are not domesticated and roam the wild instead. The vicuña is smaller than the guanaco. The guanaco is actually connected biologically to the llama, while the vicuña is related to alpacas as a wild ancestor. There are a few key differences between llamas and alpacas as far as physical features go. Llamas usually have longer heads and curved ears and are typically larger than alpacas. Alpacas also tend to have a more uniform color to their wool. The indigenous peoples of the Andes also attribute sacred importance to the llama. In Amara mythology, the heavenly llama is important to the water cycle, as the llama drinks from the ocean and releases its waters as rain. The llama's job is also to return to lagoons and water springs when time ends. 
Llamas are useful as pack animals as well because they learn simple tasks fairly easily and can also carry up to 30% of their body weight. They can carry this as far as 13 kilometers or 8 miles. Llamas can get pretty big, growing up to a height of 1.7 to 1.8 meters or 5 foot 7 to 5 foot 11 inches with a weight of between 94.74 kilos for males and 102.27 kilos for females. Adult llamas can carry up to 130 to 272 kilos. That's 287 to 600 pounds. Llamas usually live somewhere between 14 to 25 years, with some making it up to 30 years. While some llamas can be gray or black in color, most are brown, piebald, or white. Llamas are not ruminants and only have three stomach compartments as opposed to ruminants like cows and camels that have four stomach compartments. Another fun fact about llamas' internal organs is that they have a very long colon which allows them to survive on less water than other animals in their climate. It takes nearly a year for a baby llama to be born, and when born, the mother will nuzzle and hum to the newborn. Llamas can be trained to lead and halter as they grow, but if they are overtrained or over-socialized, they can actually start to treat humans like they would other llamas, which includes habits like spitting and neck wrestling. I don't know about you, but I do not fancy getting into a neck wrestle with a llama. If properly trained, however, they can be very friendly. Spitting within a llama herd actually has to do with disciplining in the social order within the herd. Llamas, however, were actually bred for gentleness. These days, llamas can be certified as therapy animals and have been helpful in nursing homes. Certified llamas can help with depression, anxiety, fatigue, and lessening pain. Llamas have also been used to protect livestock beginning in the 1980s with guarding sheep in North America. One male guard llama is more effective than using more than one, however, according to studies, because if there's more than one, then the llamas start to socialize and it's just it's easier with like the lone wolf llama. As far as goods made from llamas' coats go, the undercoat is used for clothing, while the outer coat is used for things like rugs or ropes. A scholar by the name of Alex Chepstow-Lusty has argued that it was llama dung used as fertilizer that made it possible for people to transition from a hunter-gatherer lifestyle to agricultural progress. For the Mochi people of Peru, llama bones or other parts were buried along with important people to help them in their journey to the afterlife. The Incan Empire used llamas as pack animals. Llamas were also an important figure for royalty, again accompanying many to the grave in the form of a sculpture. The Incan god in charge of watching over animals was in the form of a llama and was called Urchutile. Some scholars have also argued the important role of llamas and alpacas in the growth of the Incan Empire as a whole. During the Spanish conquest, llamas were used to bring ore down from the mines, although there were also many donkeys, horses, and mules used as well, even more than llamas. Interest in llamas as livestock in the United States didn't really hit its stride until the 1970s. At one point, llamas sold for 220,000 US dollars. But then the bubble burst, as there wasn't a clear reason beyond just breeding for the animals, as llama meat and llama fiber didn't have a huge market in the United States. The number of llamas in the U.S. dropped from 145,000 in 2002 to less than 40,000 in 2017. Alpacas had a similar experience in the U.S. as well. Llamas are quite smart animals and can be trained to complete tasks and have also been taught how to use a mirror.
Now, while llamas are used and bred for their ability to pack and carry weight, alpacas are bred more for their fiber, which is used for clothing in a similar fashion to sheep's wool. Alpaca fiber is used for blankets, sweaters, gloves, ponchos, coats, hats, scarves, bedding, and more. In northern Peru, the Moche people also used alpacas in their art. In the Motegua Valley in Peru, mummified alpacas and llamas have also been discovered. There are two types of alpacas, the Suri alpaca and the Guacaya. The Guacaya are thought to have adapted more to the higher Andes areas after they were pushed to the mountains by Spanish conquest, and these alpacas therefore adapted to have a thicker coat. The Siri only make up about 10% of alpaca population. Alpacas communicate via body language. They also maintain a very strict hierarchy in the group, with the alpha male alpacas leading the family. Alpacas also played an important religious role for the Indian people. Alpacas were thought to be a gift from the goddess Pacamama, who was a goddess-like Mother Earth in Incan mythology. The image of the alpaca was used to shape conopas, which are small stone containers used in rituals. They were used to keep livestock safe and were often buried in corrals where the animals were kept. A small cavity in the carving would be filled with offerings for the gods, with things like animal fat, shells, cacao leaves, and more. Alpacas also have some roots in mythology. The story goes that a goddess fell in love with a human man, but her father wouldn't let them be together unless the man could tend to a herd of alpacas and tend them well. He was also tasked with carrying a small animal at all times, like forever. Everything was going fine until one day the man set the small animal down, at which point the goddess immediately ran away to return home. The man chased after her and the herd of alpacas that had traveled with her, but was unable to catch her. He did, however, manage to keep a few of the alpacas back. The legend continues that the alpacas that the man did catch can be seen around swampy areas in the Andes, waiting out their time until they can return to the goddess. While both alpacas and llamas wait until the end of time to return home, we can be grateful for the gifts they've given us in the meantime, from acting as pack animals to providing us with soft fibers for clothing, bedding, and more. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Take care.